As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... What up? It's Lee Michael Kimbrell. How you doing out there, nasty boys and girls across the whole wide world? Oh, oh there it is. Clapping. They're good. They're not Clapping. that good, though. They're not that good. They are And aren't. if they're outside, then their hands hurt. They're... <laughs> Because it's fucking chilly and cold, and also the Reds are nine and nine and not ten and five. Not not the double nines, not horny. Double nines, six no, nine, horny, that. nine nine, getting a divorce. Yes, nine nine is just kissing. No, it means one is walking away from the other. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Because they, divorce. They, yeah, fair enough, man. Yeah, they're looking the other way. Yeah, well, we're not divorcing the Reds, but uh, no. today on Thursday, four twenty three, four twenty two, four twenty two, four twenty two. Hard day. Tough day. Um, here's a question. Were you ever in a relationship where you found yourself like sleeping complete opposite directions from one another? Like head to toe? No, I don't mean like not oh, like, like like separate sides of the bed, back to back. back. Yeah, like oh, a, yeah. yeah. That's what that's just what this feels like right now. It's kind of what it is. It really feels like that between like one side is the starting pitching and the offense, and then the other side is the defense and the bullpen. I know. And they just can't get it together. I know. Well, you know, it's it's early on. Marriage is a long thing. It is. If, if a marriage is a 162-game season, we are just now getting <clears throat> out of the honeymoon period. Which truly we are. Yeah. After that first homestand. Yeah, that's what it is. Because, I mean, it's like we were in love with everything that you should be in love with about this team. And mm-hmm. we were looking through rose-colored glasses. And right. the ugly parts hadn't reared their head and become a problem yet. So we were over. We were willing to kind of gild the bullpen a little bit and be a little bit more excited and optimistic. And then you get a week like this and you're like, well, uh-oh. Uh, oh, shit. Red flag. Big one. We just got off the airplane from our honeymoon, and I just found out that this lady screams in her sleep. <laughs> you know? I just found out this yeah. bullpen is Swiss fucking cheese. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you get drunk, and you're at the resort, and she's like, do you you know your friend Steve? And I was like, and you're like, yeah. And she's like, I fucked him before we started dating. It's like, why didn't you tell me this? You're ruining our honeymoon in Puerto Rico. Well, I lost the analogy on that one. Who is Steve in this equation with the Reds? Steve in this equation with the Reds would be Amir. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he fucked us. Yeah, yeah, he kind of, he has fucked us thus far. But he's been there. He was a good friend. He was loud. He was a good time. Yeah, he was on our side. He pumped us up. He got all the Mm -hmm. fucking, uh, the Reds Twitter bio and all the affiliates Twitter bio quoted him. And then he just goes out there and gets absolutely hiroshima <laughs> Yeah, he goes out and fucks our wife before we met her and then didn't tell us. I know. That's insane. I know. It's a huge bummer. Yeah, fuck Steve. What an asshole. I know, man. Fucking my wife. I know. Well, that felt real personal there, but... <laughs> I, that's never happened to me. Yeah, no, never. I believe that. I know that. Yeah. I don't know any... Do I even... I know a couple people named Steve. None of them anywhere close to my wife. One of them's my brother. I don't know if they've ever even met. 
Uh, I think they met at Brouhaha. Oh, there you go. That hallowed day. That was a beautiful Steven day. Steven literally hopped off an airplane from India <laughs> and, and went straight to Brouhaha. What a beautiful, beautiful yeah, day. Yeah, he was fucking tripping. It was wild. <laughs> Because, you know, normally when you fly for 20 plus hours, the first thing you want to do is a hallucinogenic. Oh, no, he wasn't actually tripping. He was just jet lag. Oh, He was like tripping out. He just went from being in Mumbai, India to a goddamn outdoor stand-up comedy festival in the river next to Cincinnati. And he's just like, oh, this is America. Yeah, this is wild. This is a whole different (laughs) ballgame, man. Yeah, people are drinking. This is interesting. It's a whole different fucking ballgame. Is India a dry country or am I stupid? No, no, Indians drink. Okay. Yeah. What no. am I, is there like parts of India that are dry? Or what am I thinking of that I'm equating the country of India to not drinking? Like Buddhism. Okay, they don't... Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, it wouldn't be too big of a stretch for you to think that like Buddhists or Hindis didn't drink. But no, I mean, they, they, swill, they swill light beer. I can't remember what it's called, but Stephen loved the Indian beer over there. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So whenever I go to India... Yeah, on your vision quest. On my vision quest. What are the odds that I make it over to India, huh? Low. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that they're kind of low, man. And that's not a bad thing. Uh, I don't know if uh, the odds are something... uh, We could do a personal bet. Okay. But as far as like the viewers who wanted to maybe go somewhere on the internet and place a bet on whether you'd go to India or not, I don't mm-hmm. know if they'd be able to do that. But I do know a place where they could do pretty much anything they want to sports-wise. Where would that be, Lee? It's bet online. And it's that time of the year again, and all of the eyes are now on pro basketball and the start of Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all of the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, which it is, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates, and it is the place to be for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to sign up and check in on all of your favorite sports bets all of the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with BetOnline. BetOnline, your your online sportsbook experts. Yes. You almost had a 100%. I'll give you a 98%. It was a, it was a perfect read, and then I just go, mobile DeVoice. DeVoice? <laughs> DeVoice. Yeah, DeVoice. You fucking <laughs> Billy DeVoice. <laughs> Billy DeVoice the fourth. Hey, hand me over that DeVoice so I can cut out my gabagool. Okay, how about this? How about DeVoice? Uh-huh. Do you like listening to people's voices? Oh, man, do I love it. Do you love having conversations about sports and such? I do. Well, uh, have you ever heard of a thing called Locker Room? I haven't. Inform me. Locker Room, it's a pretty cool thing. It is like a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's You just download it onto your phone or, or your computer. Yeah. Uh, you can talk to me and Billy. You can talk to other fans, athletes, insiders, journalists, people who just get on and like talking about sports. It's a pretty cool thing. Uh, they're fun for like watch parties or debates on who's the goat, things like that, post-game breakdowns, reacting and breaking news. 
news. Yeah. If some shit goes down in the sports world, you want to head over on over to locker room and see what people are talking about, and also talk your shit. You know, mm-hmm. now might you not now might be your chance to let the world hear you. You know, it's true. You can't all be famous podcasters like me and Billy. I know, living off this high hog of podcast money. It's cool, man. It's free. It's audio only. It's like a social media platform for people uh, to just talk about sports. Yeah. Kind of feels like live podcast podcasting or like you're in on the interview right it's a cool thing um you can start or join ongoing conversations you can watch games together you can react to the news the rumors the games all that shit uh it's a cool thing i'll be hosting rooms every week uh on (laughs) thursday right now at eight o'clock come through and talk to me live (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to be there, but other people will be. Other people and will I, be. And I really am not trying to sail this thing down the road. I I, I won't be on it. Sure. But I am more of a producer than a consumer, will you? I agree. You know, um, but... How about a facilitator? A facilitator of sorts, if you will. I like I'm a that. middleman. I'm Ray Donovan, you know? <laughs> I'm a, I'm, no, I'm not at You're all. You're me. But yes, exactly. But Locker Room is a cool thing. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app. It's free in the iOS app store. You make a profile. You link that to your Twitter, and you join, uh, you join the group. Uh, it's a cool thing. Locker Room. Look it up. You can get it. Do it up. Fuck yeah. And you don't have to be, like, invited to it. You can just download the app. Exactly. It's not like that other one that rhymes with Flubmouse. Flubmouse. Yeah, it's not Flubmouse. It's Locker Room. Flubmouse. Dead Mouse's cousin. Who's bouncy. I was trying not to... I was, gonna, I was trying to think of something. At the same time, I was like, all of those are awful things to say. Yep. <laughs> there was a lot of ways that you could have gone with that, and uh, all of them... Bad. Un- uncouth. Uncouth. Is there a disease like that you can make fun of, like celiacs? I think you can make fun of that. It's just you're allergic to wheat. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you can just make fun of that one. My grandpa has it. Uh, celiac's disease. Yeah, you've never heard of celiac? I mean, it's got the word silly in the name. So, yeah, you can make fun of it. Yeah, that is some silly shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And then fibromyalgia, that's another good one, because every time people are like, I've... I always do it in my, my Jewish voices. I have fibromyalgia. No, my fibromyalgia is working out. Gout. You can make fun of people with gout. <laughs> oh, they did it to themselves. Yeah. I love Rand's point about just like, you know, when he shits on people with diet, type 2 diabetes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, totally. Yeah, you did that to yourself. A lot, you know, most of the time. There's plenty of variables at play, but also, you know. Yeah. Your foot turns green because you <laughs> ate too much soft serve. Mm. I'm going to laugh at you. <laughs> My heart breaks. Yeah. A lot of empathy. Also, within that heart, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know? No There's layers to this shit. Nothing is black or white. Nothing is this no. way or that way. Some stuff is fucked up yeah. and funny. If things were black and white, that's how we'd see them. But instead, we see them in full color, and we get to see everything for how it truly is. That Come full, on! That full spectrum, baby. Uh, do you know Joe Shelby's story about getting gout? No. It's fucking... Oh, that oh. makes... What, he just... Miller high-lifed himself into getting gout. Oh, worse. <laughs> so, you, you know his, his girlfriend, Tilly. Joe Shelby is a uh, stand-up comedian. St- stand-up comedian. Used to live here in Cincy. Very good guy. Fantastic. Very funny guy. Very funny. He took me on my first like month tour, which was pretty rad. Do you remember my story about that? Is I met you outside of Rake's End right when you got back from yeah. that tour. Yeah. And my mind was so blown. I was like, you guys, you can just go on tour? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, Who, how? And you were like, we, we just did it. <laughs> I was like, well, I am with my people. Yeah, you just, you just, you just call or I email. I remember that <clears throat> so vividly. Mm. 
Well, Joe, do you hit, did you hit your little device too hard? Yeah. Uh, so Joe, uh, his girlfriend Tilly. Sorry, I had to get back on track here. Tilly uh, was or is I'm not 100 percent sure. A pharmaceutical rep, and so she has a credit card to take people out for lunch, and she has to spend a certain amount of money. And there was like she's like I'm not even like this. She's like I'm not even going to come close this month. So Joe, we're going crazy. Every day for lunch and dinner, he had like steak and lobster with asparagus, like all of the richest yeah. foods. He was at uh, which comedy store? The Ice House, I think. Out in LA? Yeah, or Flappers, one of those two. <laughs> and he went up to a urinal to pee, peed, and then passed out, came to, and there was he was in an ambulance. What? Yeah, so he got gout, didn't even know, and like just woozed, passed out, hit the floor while peeing at a Woke urinal. Woke up in an ambulance is just like the scariest one-word fucking horror story. Oh, dude. yeah. And then it was just gout from just eating like a king. No shit. Yeah. Motherfucker got scurvy. Scurved. Scurve, scurve. Damn, that's fucking wild. That's insane. Imagine that. You just eat too much steak and asparagus, my cornerstones, and then you fucking, you're like... Quit it. You're going to lose a foot. Yeah. Let's just say, hypothetically, sure. the complex where the beloved local comedy club is located, okay. hypothetically, hypothetically, has a pretty bad mouse problem. Sure. We could speculate that. There could potentially be a full-blown ecosystem of mice yes. and feral cats who live in harmony or, you know, it's quite right. violent at times. It could be the plot to a Pixar movie. It could be. It really could. <laughs> it yeah. really fucking could. So, hypothetically, that complex up there next to the locally beloved comedy club... All hypothetical. Stop Apples. <laughs> is overrun by mice. Spike mice. If that were to be true, then this story is true. One could say that. Joe Shelby started it. <laughs> Shelby lived up there and had some pet mice and then just let them go and it is they have just no natural predators up there none if if this were the case that this if it would, were the case if it were to happen let's say that how he tried to get rid of said mice was just by throwing them away yeah you can't throw a living thing into the trash because mice live in the trash mice are yeah they they that you just put them in their natural habitat you just threw them in a goddamn cafeteria with yeah. no one working there dude that'd be like taking a homeless off the street and putting them in the hill netherlands oh man it'd be like the ultimate the move it would just be the move dude did i tell you the time it was a couple winters ago i was up there in the office mm -hmm. i had the heater rolling really hot it was like 25 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. So I had it really hot in there. Where your feet are nice and sweaty. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm wearing my wool socks, flannel-lined fucking jeans, and toasting in there. I've got it up to like 78. That's a move. A smell washed over me. <laughs> <laughs> a smell washed over me. That's never a good start <laughs> to a sentence. A smell washed over me. Yes, dude. And my olfactory nerve, my my olfactory system was alerted mm -hmm. that something was wrong. And, bro, I was like nauseous. I was like heaving. Yeah. I left. Sure. I left the office and went and stood out there. We come to find out a little mouse had gotten full blown Icarus, oh. fell into the heater, and just. Oh. 
just roasted. just roasted and oh. it and just it sat there oh rotisserie mouse dead mouse and then the smell of like dead rotted mouse was wafted throughout the entire office and yeah i didn't go into work for a couple of days <laughs> yeah that's traumatizing isn't that insane you roasted ratatouille man that'd be like if if that little that's not even his name what is the name it's, i always say ratatouille everyone calls him ratatouille ratatouille is what it's, it's uh the ra- is the dish he comes up with well ratatouille i thought is what is added to checks just to like give to the- <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic i haven't heard that in a is, long time isn't that it yeah that's it um uh, oh my god that's so freaking funny Ratatouille reminds me. Am I ever told you this story? Yeah, I told you this. I think I might have told you the story. Did I tell you this one? Did I tell you the story? So, um, back when Alicia and I lived on Vine Street, okay, across from the VA. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think you, we weren't friends yet. No, I had no. We didn't know each other. And uh, this was like pre Joe Shelby tour. Yeah. This yes, this was this was when we had a little front porch. Out, we had a front porch. Uh, that we could access from like our um, living room, and we would sit out there every night, and we would drink. And what we would do is pick our empties because we would always just drink different craft beers, and line them up on the porch. And we called it our Beerlin Wall. The Beerlin Wall. Beerlin Wall. I like that. Trademarked by Sweet Jakes, the like first that. lady. Um, so there was one night. So what was really cool about this apartment was there was one room where it was the shower. And the sink. And then there was a wall and another room, a small room, that was where the toilet lived. Uh-huh. We called it the... It's where the toilet lived. <laughs> lived. Odd verbiage, but yeah. I'm here, man. I love it. It was the poop closet. Yeah. It was awesome. Yes, the pee-pee room. The pee-pee room, the poop closet. And one day, I'm in there, uh, uh, unleashing hell, and all of a sudden, I just hear like... I was like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, out from the bottom of the base runs this fucking rat. Oh, yeah. About nine boy. inches and just goes in between my legs. I've never felt a turd go back into my body. Oh, yeah. You shot, until it, then. shot it right up. Right you didn't even up. know it was coming out. I Then I just hopped and just squ- catcher squatted onto the toilet. I was like, ah! And Alicia's like, what? I was like, a rat! crap a And she's like, what? And I, she came in and was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, just a fucking rat came out from under there, just scurried like from my Like underneath the toilet? Yeah. Oh, boy. And then ran out. Oh, boy. And then uh, out of no, but still, in my, in my, my like, like foggy scaredness, I still came up with the pun. Crap-a-tooey. The pun crap That's where you live, man. That's it. That's, That's where you, <laughs> yeah, dude. Your brain is always there, man. It's a good thing. Yeah, I'm gross. That's where it happens. That's where it lives. Sometimes you just got to play the ball where it lies. Did you know that there are more rats in New York City than there are human beings? I 1,000% believe that. It's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, humans ain't shit, bro. No. The, the, the entire biomass of ants on the earth mm-hmm. is greater than that of humans. I believe that. Think about how many ants it would take to, to put in this room that it would weigh more than you um, or me. Let me think about that. That would probably be a, a couple million. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, like 2.5 I mean, how many mil? ants is a pound? That's how, also dude, true. Dude, how much does a motherfucking ant weigh? That dude? is a fucking great <laughs> dude, question. Can, I mean, is it even Google? Like, yes. what? We, uh, yeah, Google that. I'm going to how Google it. How much does it. an ant weigh? I don't even know. Like, what's smaller than an ounce? Like, what's a milligram? 
I'm so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. It's like negative 400 ounces. What I'm about to say isn't like not supposed to be just a hot topic thing, but this is just me. How much does, first thing, take a whack at it. How much does... Lizzo weigh? No. Just how much does, and that's it. What oh. is the first thing that pops up? How much does... How much does a gun cost? No. How much? Number one. No, I'll give you. I'll give you three. The, two of them are the same, and then one of them is interesting. How much does the president make? How much does an abortion cost? Oh, there it is. Okay. Number two. How much does an abortion cost? Indiana. <laughs> okay. And then number three. How much does an elephant weigh? Damn. <laughs> Because I guess they're trying to address it in the room yeah. with those first two answers. <laughs> that's excellent. Oh, boy. that That's quite fun. How much does... An ant weigh. How much, how much is abortion, Indiana? How much abortion, Indiana? <laughs> God damn. On a scale? Here we go. Um, how much does an ant weigh? An average field ant weighs between one to five milligrams. So 5,000 times that would be 5,000 to 25,000 milligrams, which is five to 25 grams. And a person. 5,000 ants is fucking 10 grams. Correct. A person on average weighs around 195 pounds. Okay. First of all, (laughs) no, no, they don't. In America, they do, dog. No. Where are we? Is this Switzerland? That's buck 95. That's- Who else is doing ant research out here? You know this is America. <laughs> okay, well, 195 pounds according to Jujal, or eight, 88,450 grams. Dividing that by the weight the average ant can withstand, we can get 17,690 ants. 17,690 ants is what? Wait, well, that would be like what? That would be the average weight? Hold the fuck on. No, that's... I mean, if dude, if there's... That would be wait. It's a lot of numbers. That's and we are a baseball podcast, and we're all about numbers. Yeah, what are the fucking metrics behind ant weight? Oh, here we go. How much do one million ants weigh? (laughs) (laughs) Grammatically incorrect. How much do one million ants weigh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's bad. I mean, that's just this is just look. I mean, I'm firing off questions. No, how much do they weigh? That's what it says. How much do one million ants weigh? Which is bad. Um, they weigh around 156 kilograms. Give me pounds. God damn it. Uh, I'm not Dr. fucking who. How many... Oh, here we go. How many ants are in a pound of ants? <laughs> God that? damn it. Are you ready for this one? 7.5 million ants. 7.5 million ants for a pound. One pound. So I'm walking out here a buck 80. 7.5 mil times 180 is how many fucking ants it is for me. And then the biomass of ants across the world is more than humans. We're talking trillies, dude. Well, they also have... Trillions. Well, think about think about this, too. We only get to walk around up here. Oh, yeah. They've got the whole goddamn... They can go all the way to the core. Yeah, dude. They get down yeah. to go to Hollow Earth and say hey to the other people that live down there. Well, here's the thing that's tricky, though. How, how much farther can they go down since the Earth is flat? Big, big facts. Big question. Big facts. I'm just saying. I don't even know if I can trust that. The world is an ant farm. Yes, it is. The world is an ant farm. Yeah. Yeah, you're not crazy. Yeah. This, hey, man, we're just here. This is everybody else's. This is the ant's planet, dog. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever played Sims Ants? Did you ever play that? 
Yeah, you, you played SimCity, right? Um, I yes, my neighbors had it. Okay. Yes, I know what it is. So I had, um, which was Sim Ants, which was an immediate failure, um, because who wants to just run an ant colony? Right. That's all. That, that was, was my question. Like, just, what is it? It's just you're like dig a tunnel this way, dig a tunnel that way, make yeah. sure the queen doesn't. Correct. It's just like Sim City or The Sims, but with ants, <laughs> but without like fun houses or it's just sex or fun. Just ants. Just ants. I mean, I can vibe. I like yeah. it. I can. I can see the appeal. Yeah. But it is a little strange. Yeah. Just all ants. They're all always just like, aren't you sure you're you just a, you're not hungry? Yeah. yeah exactly. Are you not hungry? I can give you another plate. <laughs> I'll give you another plate. Come on, honey. Let me fade you. Come on. Let me get... Well, I'll put some in a bag for you. <laughs> you know, the you number of times that my sweet, wonderful, beautiful aunts have sent me home with like a 20-gallon oh. Ziploc bag full of like sausage balls. <laughs> oh, just yeah. eat them cold all the way back, man. Shout out to the ants, you know? No kidding. My ants would just be like, when are you going to stop smoking? Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, nurse. So. My aunt, I've got an aunt. I won't expose you, even though there's a zero percent chance this she'll ever know about this. But <laughs> one of my aunts, zero's pretty good. One of my aunts uh, st- uh, smokes cigs. Yeah, but like she thinks that she's keeping it a secret from everybody. Okay, but I'm on the inside, so I like when I smoked, I'd smoke cigs with her, and sure. now I'll still like stow away and smoke a cig with her. Yeah, this motherfucker will go out on her back patio. She's got a pair of like yellow kitchen gloves hidden out there in a potted plant. I met that aunt. Aunt Sally. Yeah, I met Aunt yeah. Sally. Yeah, no, yeah, you know Aunt Sally. Yeah, because I watched her pull the glove out. Oh fuck, where was that? Hub. She pulled the glove out at the hub. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so wild that with she your, puts those gloves on in public. With your mother. Yep. Yeah. What a trip, man. Because they came up. Well, I forget we had a showcase or something. They did your 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 mom and pops just came up. Yeah. Was that at the hub? It was at the hub. Because I specifically remember it happening happening next to Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They did show up, man. Yeah, because Sally actually sent me a picture the other day, and it was me and her from several years ago. And she was like, where was this? And it was at the hub. There we go. There you go. All these dots are connected. Boom, yeah. All these synchronicities, baby. You can't not pay attention. You got to pay attention to a coincidence. That's right. Maybe I should call Sally. Uh, <laughs> Sally, that was for Sally. Fuck yeah, man. Um, so are you stoked on like aliens being real? What do you mean? Just uh, there was so much more disclosure came out like last week. Oh yeah, like more I, videos and stuff. And, I heard like, that like, it was going to happen. Was it like declassified stuff? It, it was just it's just more footage and just the Pentagon and the government and military just confirming it more. It's weird. Yeah, I'm just. You know who I bet is super interested in this? Who? Joey Votto. 1,000%. Guaranteed. Guaranteed he's super into it. I bet you Joey's seen something. Don't you think Joey's like seen a ghost or something? Oh, yeah. You know, he's... What do you... Can you imagine how cool Joey Votto's best party story is? Like you're just sitting around at a dinner party. We're here. mm -hmm. You put on a choice vinyl. We're sitting around. A couple nice bottles of wine. Sure. Windows open. Sure. What's his go-to? What's his most mind-blowing story? Because you know it's incredible. Jeez. It's got to be in Europe. Probably. He probably, like, skied the Alps, and then yeah. he, like, looked up and saw, like, uh, what solar flares or whatever they're called. Right, yeah. Stayed in a castle. 
Right. You just saw those, and then all of a sudden just saw like a UFO pop out, and then he was like, do you want to play chess? And he was like, I'm really good at it, so I'm psyched. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know it's so random that I brought it up, but like, it does seem imminent that there will be some sort of unavoidable big disclosure moment, and that just fully shifts the fucking paradigm on er- everything. Yeah. And I don't... I think a lot of people aren't as interested in it, and I get it just because it's like kind of too scary to think about. Yeah. But I think it takes the pressure off, man. Because if in like a month they come out and they're like, all right, so aliens, it's not nuts and bolts. They're not like little green men coming from planet Vulcan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know these are just, we live in a weird realm with all these different time dimensions, and these people know how to like go throughout them. Yeah, and they're not even people. They're just kind of beings. They're here. They look. Some of them look different. They're coming from all over the place, and mm-hmm. they showed up here to be like, "You guys are fucking up." Yeah, you guys are missing the point in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know, it's like you yeah. have all. You know, you have all this insane technology. You're just so close to being like us, but so much of your planet planet just lives in abject poverty. Yeah, and you know, and it's like there's. I I really do think like if something like that happens, just how insane of a shift that could be sure and it feels imminent in some way I, okay that's a very heady thing it is very heady but, but here, i'm like as heady f- as they come i, I just go and sit in parks all day you know? <laughs> i get it yeah the only thing i think of was when you were saying it's just like when you were talking about like you guys are so close but you're so far when you said abject poverty i just can only think aliens are like really use all this and you still just use it for pornography yeah you're just constantly jacking off yeah and finding like, new we don't ways even to have sex up. Yeah, we're so beyond it. So, okay. So that is some it's like a beautiful aspect of this of this reality that we're living in right now. Sure. It it, it is it is like carnal and it, we do kind of like live between live between, you know, there's I don't know, the fact that we can do this podcast, we have the technology to just do this podcast and right. people will listen to this either right now or in 5 years. Right. I don't know. Well, it always, when you say interdimensional and whatever, it's almost, here's kind of what I'm always, let me get back to the base of this. Hearing all this alien stuff at this point, I feel like that it is all just like them saying, yeah, of course, yeah, here you go. Nope, here's some more alien stuff. And there's so much more, of course. There's a ton more. But they're just throwing this at us to distract us from the fact that we're constantly being fucked all day so we can daydream and then be distracted from the main cause, which is to bring down and end capitalism. Agreed. Okay. Okay, I will take that as a distraction. And I will also take this. As someone who's been interested in this for like 15 years... You know, longer since I saw the X Files. Right. I am hesitant that the government is now coming out and saying this stuff because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, we've been lying for sixty years, but here's the actual yeah. truth. <laughs> right. That's how I feel about everything. Sure. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? You just said you lied to us for sixty years. <laughs> also, I feel like this is the reason my mom didn't want to let let me, let me watch the the X Files. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Yeah, dude. I, I I'm so I'm, I'm I, just excited about it, man. No, I'm with you. It is exciting, but it's kind of also, it's a bummer that that the last president got to fucking pop that cherry and let them be like, yeah, no, there's aliens. That's kind of sucks that that's always going to be tied with, with him for me. Cause it's now to the fact where it's like, I know that, that Trump isn't much, isn't much worse than Biden, 
it's just he was more public about it and policy wise no just like right. personality wise he's a right. fu- he was a fucking brute yeah, yeah i mean he's not the kind of guy i like right i don't like billionaires from the north you know, sorry <laughs> right. if that's controversial. I know that's, but tough. I, you know, that's I don't like a fucking billionaire Yankee. Yeah, not you know? a fan. <laughs> it's no. not so redneck. But I mean, it's <laughs> like it does make sense that the biggest asshole will just be like, "No, nah, let's just blow the top off of it. Let's do it." I don't know. But now that it's like Sleepy Joe, that's weird that you tie it with Trump. Well, that's just the time frame from when it from when it like came. Like, of course, I've always believed that there's aliens out there. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I know, but I mean, he did like the whole space force thing, and like right that the 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 COVID bill that passed right when he was in had the that little weird alien disclosure thing in it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you're right. Here's the thing, also too. You know, I made space force and announced the aliens. So that way he could get the first mail order bride from space. Yeah, dude, he wants to be the first human to fuck an alien, even though. I don't even think that's true. I think aliens been out here, dog. Oh yeah, for sure. Some of us look. Some of them look like us. Bill. And, it, and it's even more. Yeah, I believe it. They're called lizard people, and they run the government, and they are aliens. Well, I mean, yes, maybe, but also <laughs> there are just. I don't know. We we don't got to go too deep into it. It's ha- well, but it's, it's my favorite fucking thing, man. Well, so I what? Love it. So so what exactly? There's just more footage that came out. More footage of just. Uh, UFOs. Really good, clear UFOs. They changed it. See, they're all they're doing this whole rebrand. It's not a UFO. Ugh. It's a UAA. What's a UAA? Like an unidentified aerial anomaly. That's dumb. Yeah, I mean, but see, the fact that they're doing all this and they're changing it and they're dotting their and you know they're mm-hmm. minding their P's and Q's and dotting their T's and their uh-huh. I's. Like I, uh, I don't know. It it just feels imminent. Something's gonna fucking pop. Something's gonna be really crazy. Right. But then again, everything's been so wild, and with the twenty four hour news cycle, all of this UFO news and other world news is like fifth or sixth on the docket. Oh, yeah. It, that's the thing is that makes me feel the most crazy is I'm like, yeah. why is not everyone fully <laughs> wigged and excited and scared? But like, I don't know, man. I dig it heavily. I'm into it. Well, it's already happened. You know what I mean? Have you not seen the documentary? Phenomenon? Independence Day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing that happened. There it is, man. Yeah, well, I'm glad Will Smith and Bill Pullman were around to yeah. get it tight. And then Data with long hair. Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah. Randy, yeah. yeah no. Oh, Independence Day. I love those movies. I just, that is my fucking jam, dude. Mine too. Yeah, I love those movies, and I just... It's here. I, but I don't think it's like some big giant warship coming from, like, no. in a Marvel movie or, like, an Independence Day. I really no. do. It's like... You know the the tic tac shaped thing that David uh, Lieutenant David Fravor tracked went from sixty thousand feet in the air to one foot above the ocean surface in less than a second. That's insane, and that's just tracked, and and that is what happened. Right. That's fucking crazy. That is not a propulsion. That is that is that time it's, isn't a thing to these whatever they are. No, because it's a construct we created. You know, exactly. So yeah, that's just on. really exciting to me. And you know what? It makes me enjoy baseball more. It really does. How so? It, because it's it's just, it seems so, the, the notion that there are confirmed non-human being, non-human entities. Sure. Whatever these things are that mm-hmm. are popping around in their little spaceships or whatever. Right. It just makes me really appreciate, and I'm happy to be a human. 
I like this age. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. I'm having a great I time. Think it's, I think it's like cool that I'm not so fucking high on the consciousness that I can like fly around the cosmos and go right. in and out of time. Right. Because you know what? When you have when you have endless like abilities along those lines, you become bored. I like the I like the flaws, man. Yeah, flaws. I make really do. I like the flaws. I like the I, I like the folly of life. Right. Like it's just so funny that we're all just kind of tumbling through this shit. Yeah. Well, it's also why chicks dig scars. Chicks love a scar, man, because they love a fucking folly. Bill's going and getting us a drink. I'll take a drink. Yeah, I, I totally went down that tangent. I just I meant to bring it up just for a short little aside. We went in. Yeah, but we did go in, and I I don't know. I'm not like ashamed of it. You know, I always kind of have been, just because you know, there's a stigma towards it, and that's another thing that's exciting when you start seeing it in the news. Is you're like, all right, motherfucker, you think CNN is real? Well, CNN's talking about it now. Yeah. You punk-ass, jive-ass turkey. We're not alone! We're not. I'm David Duchovny! <laughs> Californication? <laughs> no, X-Files. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, man, I'm Scully, dude. <laughs> yeah? I'm Scully. Scully fucking. Scully and Mulder. Back in the day. Did you ever... I, I They also re-what? They rebooted in 2017? Yeah, they and it that? ruled. Okay. Yeah, it was great. Okay. I've never watched an episode. Oh, X-Files, Billy, is... It would be up my alley. Excellent. I used to, because my mom and dad watched X-Files. This is like late 90s. Yeah. 97, 99. Oh, I haven't done this in a minute. Mike Webster. Oh, Mike Webster. Hit it. Mike Webster just laughing so hard at his cousin, <laughs> just sounding like a complete Looney Tune. <laughs> but uh, Mike and Molly loved watching the X-Files. Okay. And I would, I was too little. I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I would sneak downstairs. I would be in the living room, and I could poke my head up, and I had like a perfect little vantage point, and I would watch episodes. And they were scary. Yeah. And then one time I took a piece of metal, like from a Christmas tree ornament hanger, yeah. and just sh- shoved it in the socket <laughs> while I was watching. And it just made an explosion and a black thing on the wall, and it shocked the shit out of me. <laughs> I was exposed. <laughs> and then they just let me watch X-Files. Yeah, so that way you wouldn't burn the house yeah, down. they're dope. They're and like, now I'm 30 and obsessed with <laughs> aliens. And putting metal things in the, in the sockets. I haven't done that in a minute. But it is a thrill. <laughs> what is a minute? Uh, college. Mm. A decade, you know. Yeah, yeah cool I'm an deck. old man. Yeah my, yes. bones, yeah, my bones are sore. I'm 30. How are your bones, Bill? My bones are great, man. My bo- I've got good solid bones. Everything's been good. I will say this though. I can't do this. This is going to sound so fucking old man. Going from like 80 last week to now 39. Yeah. My head is going to explode. I know. It's it's over. I how do I have sinuses? I've been taking the medicine. Nothing. Just nothing. It's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. I am not one to complain about the weather. Sure. But Jesus, dude. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you were an alien, you could bypass all of it. Think about that. Big facts. Weather's nothing. Weather is Climate what? What's your take on this, Bill? Hit me. What's your take on a random snow in April? Okay. Of course, it's awful, right? Yeah. It sucks. What is your take on taking a picture of it and posting Posting it it on the internet? Why? (laughs) Dude, why? Dude, Shut seriously. The fuck up. Dude, here's my thing, man. I, 
don't know. I don't need any of that. I mean, people just on Facebook and they're like, what in the heck? Are you kidding me? April. Yeah. And it's like, why? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm not even mad about those people. Those people, I'm like, you are plebes and I told and you always stay in that lane and I understand that for you. What in the friggin' heck? I thought it was spring. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Cheryl, we're friends. Well, I understand. Like I we were coworkers at one point. You are allowed to post pictures of snow. Yeah. But then the people who are like, ugh, obliv- obligatory snow pick, then don't. Then it's, it's you not. immediately have the option to put your phone back in your pocket and continue to exist and not have to waste everyone's good old fucking th- thumb flicking time. Yeah. I can just flick through and look at thirst traps. I don't have to see and a picture of your dumb fucking porch covered in snow. I know. And then I say it out loud into the public sphere and I'm like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, everyone just it wants to be seen and heard and not everybody gets the the outlet that you and I do with stand up. But also, I'm not gonna- do, do you not feel so lame? I, yeah. Do you not when you're just like... Oh, well, everyone's going to be posting about it. I better get in on this shit. It's like, dude. No. Yeah, everyone is just as surprised and mad. But also. And also, just no. no, They're so bored. Here's the thing. They're so bored that they're just like, oh, I'm going to post the picture. Oh, a thing. And then they're like, oh, look. Oh, and it's Jessica it, liked it. And it literally comes back to that dopamine drip of the likes and checking your phone. Bingo. And that little fucking blue Facebook thing app has little red numbers next to it. Yep. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Liked, liked, liked. I'm going to do them a favor and go like, like their picture of the same thing. And, right. But theirs was funnier because they said God got too high on 420 and got the climate mixed up. <laughs> and it's like, you're all bombing. <laughs> you're all bombing. Dude. Oh, it sounds so fucking shitty, but. It's not. It's true, but it's also, it, it's more of a way that we think about it where it's just like, we, we, don't, we don't waste the energy on it. And for some people. And it's just a community. It's, it's a community. It's their outlet. Yeah, of course. Go for it. That's what they get. They're like, I'm going to go clock in and clock out, then take pictures of the snow. Shit is so right. sad. My dad was a professional photographer for 20 years. You know what he did not post on his Facebook? A picture of the snow. Gee golly willikers. No, he went into the woods and said, this is crazy that it's snowed in April. Look at how gorgeous this is. Right. You can go do that. You know what I'm talking about. You can go do that. Not like a quick thing where you're holding your thumb down, taking a fucking iPhone video, or like, whoa, and it's like, can you at least wipe off your windows? They're gross. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. At minimum. Dude, yeah, if you're going to be posting this nonsense, clean up your living room. If I had a social media thing, like if I had a social media website, I would immediately put people in their lanes. I would give them a questionnaire, be like, are you fucking stupid? And they'd be like, yeah, then you get to be in that lane. It's like... What you all, like, you are immediately evaluated by me, and you are put with those group of people, and then you can just go talk in that corner and post stuff, and that's it. You don't get to intermingle with anybody else. I'm keeping you all divided, and I have judged all of you because you're stupid. There you go. A full-blown monarchy. That I've created. Yeah, a monarchy. Okay, so, yeah, would, would you guys get on, like, what would be called, like, Billy Bop? 
Uh, the Billy Bob app. Oh man, Billy Bob's pretty good. Billy Bob's got a good fucking ring to it. The Smokehouse. You'd call it the Smokehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and every you're like, you gotta have a mustache. You gotta at least have a big green egg. You gotta have. If a you big got green a Traeger, egg. you can get in. <laughs> yeah. If you you know what, you got a drum smoker, you're good. Kettles. All right, I'll give it to you. Gas grills. Get the fuck out. You're allowed to not like Cincinnati, but you don't have posting rights. <laughs> you don't have any posting rights. You only get to like my pictures of smoked meats. I th- that is weird. Like, I wonder if we'll ever see it or if it will even be feasible with how strong some of these giant beasts companies, you know, Facebook, Instagram, it's kind of monopolized. It 100% is. It's fully monopolized. And like, it would be fun to see like a, a viable offshoot of different kind of platforms and i know reddit kind of plays that role but i'm too stupid to learn reddit are they owned by google probably i mean it's like there's three things yeah you got apple google and amazon here's something crazy to think about too it's like you know people are like oh i don't go on facebook that's for boomers and then they're on instagram all day well guess what motherfucker when you open instagram what does it say at the bottom from facebook yeah dude instagram yeah yeah Yeah. instagram is just facebook made disguised to make you think you're not doing exactly what your parents are doing right exact same thing you are your parents right there are more memes and less opinions but it's the same thing yeah right that's so true yeah so then basically if you think about it you have facebook which allows you to post photos and put out opinions but then you've got Instagram where it's photos, memes, and stuff where people can still comment. But then a lot of those people who use Instagram are also big Twitter users. So basically, you have just watered down your apps. You have went from one to two apps. Full blown. Full blown. That's it. That's it. You are actually dumber for doing both. Dude, I tried to... I'm thinking of doing this as a bit. I tried to... <laughs> I'm trying to like cut down on Instagram and all of the apps or whatever. So I just hid them or whatever. Yeah. So they're not like right on my front screen. Yeah. But if I swipe five times yeah. and go to like, you know, that screen where it's got all of them. Right. I'll just click on it. Sure. So now I have just, now I'm just doing like 40 minutes a day of just the <laughs> swipe through. <laughs> you know? Like, it, right. yeah, the shit is crazy. We've talked about it before on the pod and we, we ended up here, but it is, it, it's a wild here, west. Out here's there, what's man. crazy. So Sweet Cheeks has like one of those timers on her phone. Yeah. It's like, you've done too much today. You, you, you are out of your time on it. I'm like, that's a great idea, but it should fucking lock her out. She's just like, I'll snooze it. I'm like, well, what's the point of having it? Yeah. You just say, no, shut the fuck up. It's like having a really weak sponsor. <laughs> you know, it's like right. your sponsor is also still really struggling with addiction. You're like, nah, this exactly. one time. But think about it, this, this too. It's another layer on the dopamine because you're like, I'm being naughty. Exactly. And then you click through and it's like. Dude, exactly. Yep. That's so true. Yeah, dog. You are. It is. It, it, at that point, it's just it. it that it completely mirrors the behavior of yeah. like a cigarette or any other you know, addiction. Yeah. I thought of this and I keep forgetting to tweet it, uh, but I'm, I think I'm going to turn it into a full blown bit. It's just like, hmm, wonder how, uh, what, which part of the screen I'm going to tap my thumb on today and waste my time. Like, right. And how much? Like, it's just crazy. It, all it is, like, I am, I am pretty sure my thumb is the most. Is probably the best. Like my thumb, my thumb muscles are probably in the best shape. Of the, yeah, the rest oh, of my the body most worked out easily for sure. And every human being at this point, even if you're like a bodybuilder, you're still just flicking your thumb through there. Yeah, I wish there was an app 
where I could just test my thumb my thumb pressure. Yeah, exactly. And then you would just be on your phone more. Training to exactly. be on your phone? <laughs> Shit's fucking crazy, Bill. I know. I'm excited to be alive doing a podcast with you. I'm excited, too, and I'm excited to talk about the Reds. I'm very excited. Yeah, we got some red leg business. We have a lot of red leg business, and speaking of business... I still have 50 bucks in my one of my online betting accounts. Take care of business, baby. And read I, those reads. You know, I need to figure out how to uh, figure out how to use that time and get it done and keep moving along. So, here it is. You heard it once, you're going to hear it again. It's that time of year and all eyes are on pro basketball and the start of Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. And if baseball is your first love, BetOnline has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest place to check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with BetOnline. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. How about them apples? You know, opening day... I lost my sunglasses, and if you're like me, you're looking for a good place to get some sunglasses, and your outdoor experiences could be better. Always. Clearly better. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses, and are nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy, Canon sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Use the exclusive code KANONCAST15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Canon, clearly better. Damn. Bill, dude, you're becoming a professional reader. I kind of think that might be the move. For real. It's fucking... I'm, I'm getting you got to get that VO work, daddy. I'm telling... Uh, I'm saying you're good at it. I got I to get, get out of the t-shirt game. You're good at it. Get in the voiceover game. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it more off the pod, but like, dude, you, there are so many resources at your, at your disposal where like I feel like that could happen. Oh, yeah. We're using them right now. Yeah. We're in the middle of it. We're literally in the right. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're doing it. And when I get into my my reading voice like that, it's kind of over. It's only getting bigger. <laughs> sorry yeah. for the sorry for the mid pod flex. Oh, but I love really, a good flex. But it is crazy. Love you a got good a, flex. you got a great little <laughs> voice, man. You really do. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh, sorry. And you know what's crazy is after that, I was a little out of breath, and then I felt me get more nasally. There it and is. And now I hear it. Yeah. I'm in tune with my body. <laughs> and you are pitching a different tune. That nasal is tight. Ugh. That is a tight little snare drum up there right now. I know I know what I need. Hold on here. That'll help. There you go. There Wait. you go. Sorry, I was just getting my zipper up. Oh, no, your dick is still out. Oh, is it? No. Oh. <laughs> that is something that is a risk you run running around these streets without uh without undies on. Oh. Is if you leave the barn door open, you could, you know, Dude, I can't. I can't. I, dude, I can't run around without undies. Oh, I believe it. That's a. That's a. That's a whole. That's New Orleans down there. Well, man. actually, that isn't true. I am not wearing underwear right now. 
Here's, I mean, you're going, okay. you're going, uh, you're going full commando in a pair of sweatpants. Always love that. Or what I will do, I'll fuck around, and wear some athletic shorts underneath if it's cold. But no, sweatpants. Go full blown middle schooler in the year two thousand and one. It's yes. Oh, two thousand one, two thousand. I did, still did that in high school. Oh yeah. Come on. Me you know too. I, Me too. Yeah. Mm, I miss that. Little saggy. Yeah. Oh, real saggy. I would wear it. I would be told, Billy, I can see your entire butt, and I'd be like. Fuck you! And they'd be like principal's office. I'd be like, damn it. But um, no sweatpants, crazy thing. Don't really sweat in them. Jeans, sweat city. It's over. It's yeah, over. that denim, and you have quality denim. I do. It's quality boiled denim. Yeah, you have some good boiled denim. <laughs> good boiled denim. <laughs> Yummy. Anytime you can make a sunny reference, I'm into it. Love that. Love good boiled denim. That is the first time we've ever made it's always sunny in Philadelphia reference on the podcast. Do you think? One hundred percent for sure. Wow, that's crazy. I'm watching mm. it right now. Oh, I was watching it last week. Just in spurts. It's great. I haven't seen it in like a week, but I'll throw it on every now and again. Just starting with season one. Dude, season one, the pilot's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. It is so goddamn funny. Charlie mm-hmm. rips a hard one. Oh, yeah. Charlie rips a hard one. Hard dude. one. It's crazy. That show for sure wouldn't be made now. Oh, not even close. And here it is right now going into season what, 16 or 17? Longest running live. live action show in American history. That's insane. Yeah, dude. No, those those fucking guys rule. They're the best. Caitlin Olsen, Charlie Day, Glenn yeah. Howerton, and yeah. Rob McElhaney. Those are the four? Yeah. Yeah. No, those fucker. Yeah, my goodness. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, not as great as this last week. I will say that. No, much greater than this last week. Oh, far. They're, they're way greater. Uh, we'll start here. Cambodrosian was... Uh, DFA'd Yes Cleared waivers Got offered to be And then they were like Hey you can come back To the alternative site And he said No thank you I'd rather be a free agent And still no one signed him Makes sense uh, But think about this Like I always think about this With baseball Like Imagine you know You're bad Three times But you're still really good At what you do If you think about it In the grand scheme of things Oh yeah And the only 32 places You could work Are just like mm, Nothings Oh it's brutal it just happened to Trevor Gott Sort of yeah. You know, my boy out in Trevor, he's a stud. He went out last season, like exactly like you just said. You just do bad three times. Right. You know, and uh, he's actually back up with the squad now. I saw that. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, T. Gotti, back up in the league, going out there in the bay. Makes me happy. It's it's awesome. But that is so weird because you only have 32 options. Right. Unless you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll transfer to Japan. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no, I can go work a different baseball job. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can go. Yeah, no, I can go from PNG over to, you know, go work somewhere else. No big deal. There we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, my headphones were all wrapped up and all wild. But no, so uh, the David Bell and, and, um, and, uh, geez, Louise, uh, uh, Nick, Nick, oh my God. I'm Crawl? Not, yeah, wow. There Sorry, I just got a crazy headache yeah, in the Billy, front of my Billy head. Yeah, Billy got a fucking sinus rush right up in his grill. It was crazy. Yeah, they want to bring him back. So, I, I mean, I get it. He still has, like, you know, he still has good velocity. He's shown a couple good, st- good, good, good appearances, but overall, he's not been that great. So, I guess it would just be another body in the pen because I think that's what's existing in there anyway. Oh, well, currently, it's just a bunch of fucking flopping around bodies. Flopping around bodies with tired arms. Yeah. The only one down there that's not tired is TJ. And I know it's early on, and I know it. it, I, it 
I know it's early on in the season, sure. and, and it's not the time to let your starters go out there and go long. But there have been a couple instances where the starter could have feasibly gone out there for one more. Sure. We have been, I mean, have we had a guy go more than six and a third, six and two thirds? No. No, we haven't. Not that we I have, think and, about and, it. And we no. have had some performances that a guy could have kept going. I, I, we didn't need to take Mally out. You did. You did. You for sure At did. He was gassed. Just, he was gassed. He was gassed, and it's his third time through the lineup. I mean, you have to you have to bring yeah, him out. Yeah, you're right on that point, especially you look at the pitch yeah. count, third time through. And you just go, nope, okay, get I out I get here. it, but I, it just doesn't seem like any of our guys, and our starters are killing it right now, but they're just not going long into games. Right. No, they aren't. And, you, I mean, agreed, again, it is a strength again this year, even with, with Sonny being out until until he came back on Saturday. Yeah, and looked good. And looked good. He looked good um, against uh, what is what an offense that is kind of clicking Apparently right now. Apparently pretty fucking good. I know. We just started, like, when we started here, I watched him put a three spot on the Yankees yeah. in the first inning. And then I came down here and started taking notes. I was like, man, and, and seeing him up close on Sunday, I... I mean, it's kind of crazy. The Indians, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a good squad. It's not. It's not as bad as people thought it was going to be. I mean, the fact that they're five hundred—it's just crazy. Um, I mean, look, like look, I'm looking at my at, at my iPad right now, up at up to bat right now. Jordan Luplo, who has a one point one five zero OPS. That's crazy. Yeah, I know it's early, but still, seeing that, and you're like, the Indians are going to be dog shit. And you're like, oh, no, actually, they're not. Um, but no, um, we'll look at Friday. Let's pull that up. Let's get that rolling here. Looking at Friday here, um, which was great. I mean, Jeff Hoffman looked good again. He looked good again today. Yeah, he's well, a solid four. Solid four. He's got three starts under his belt this season. Yeah, he's only had one bad start. And, and he's had one bad start, and it wasn't. It all his fault. Horrible. It wasn't his fault. It was that you know you went against the fastest guy in baseball and made made things happen on the base pass against you in Arizona, right? And Lascano or whatever his, his his fast name is, and went and just totally screwed things up. Right. That's what he did. Um, no, Hoffman looks like a solid four. I like it. Right. I agree. And god damn, I mean, they went out and won ten three, which was. Shvato with a dinger. He's feeling it. He's on fire. He's completely on fire. Oh, man. I just thought about this. Friday was so much fun because we already touched on him a little bit. Joey Votto did the presser in Kyle Farmer's high school football jersey. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, yeah. It, it seems so weird that a pat, the passage of time can go so quickly because when Votto came out with the presser, mm-hmm. Wearing that jersey, we were like, this is the most fun group of guys, most well-rounded oh, yeah. team ever. I fucking love it. And I still do feel that on the vibe. I think that, you know, this, you know, getting swept up by the fucking snakes yeah. will, uh, you know, light a fire and make them closer. But it is crazy that how much the vibe has changed from that Marist high school football jersey until right now. Oh, yeah. and I, Six days. Six days. You know what I think in the middle happened there that kind of fucked everything? What? Moose. Moose. Still out. Moose and Castellanos. That was the next one, yeah. Moose out with an undisclosed non-COVID health injury. I mean, come on. I'm going to throw a conspiracy theory out there. Okay, go for it. I love it, dude. That's the fourth pod in a row that we've gone with the conspiracy. I know. I've got got baseball ones. I love it. I've got them every week now. I'm going to have one. I love it. Moose has COVID. There is zero doubt in my mind. 
Right? Non-COVID. I mean, what? Come on. I got... Winker with an undisclosed stomach issue. He had a little bug. I don't buy it. I think that things are so loose in Ohio that they're just like, they're just like, yeah, just fuck, get, get the fuck out of here. Just go away. Just shoot. And, go, if go to your... ca- and if that's the case, good. Whatever. You Whatever. couldn't do it last season. Yeah. And you shouldn't have done it last season. No, and we but missed... this year, we yeah. know enough about this thing right. that it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. You got the flu. Dude, people are going to be pissed if they hear that. It's not just the flu. It killed a, uh, a ton of people. But I am saying no, that he's th- a no. young, healthy dude. I'm not calling COVID the flu. I'm saying that they're lying and be like, he doesn't have COVID. He has the flu. Oh, I get what you're saying. You know? I'm no, it killed, it, no, no, it killed a lot of people. But we know that it ain't it ain't that. It's not no. some shit that burns through. It's just not. No, it's just a pl- it's just an additive. It hospitalized two percent of people this year. Of course, I got it. It's it's not mm-hmm. it's not that. So any whoozle, we'll get off that. Um, but no, so I think that's what it is. And same with Winker stomach issue. Okay, I don't yeah. buy it. People don't just get stomach bugs right now. I mean, who well, knows? Who, who knows? knows? It could be really but bad I sinuses. I, I, dude, trust me. I love the idea of flirting with the idea that they're just like saying "fuck it." Right. I well, think that's great. I mean, it is ripped through a couple other teams. Like yeah. Jose Altuve has it, and he's yeah. been out. That sucks for one of my fantasy teams. Uh, Max Kepler has it in Minnesota. They had to shut it down for a hot minute. Who was another? There was another. There was another squad. Oh, the the Nationals. Yeah, the Nationals caught the bug. Schwarber had it. Yeah. Crazy. But no, so it is going through and around the game. Yeah. For sure. So I, I kind of think that's it. Moose will be back Tuesday. Raking havoc. Just coming back, just hitting dangers. Yeah. So you're missing your, your third baseman. And I mean, Kyle Farmer is a suitable substitute, but he's not Mike Moustakis. No, certainly not. No. But if you're going to lose, he's a great backup. Of course. I like being able to throw him out there. I like that Blandino can play in a couple different places. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, no, you need Moose in that lineup. You need Moose. Right. And w- another thing that happened between Marist and today, like we we mentioned earlier, it's Moose on top of the bullshit Castellanos. Dude, how the fuck? I mean, man, egregious, dude. The fact that he came out in that press conference and said like it was for safety, health, and protocol reasons, but yet they still had us playing out in that snow, in that rain. Right. He came out and said it, and I'm like, that rules, good, dude. Good. Own it. Because what are they going to do? You can't, you can't suspend him for double jeopardy. Fuck him. Fuck you, you. You can't suspend him for double jeopardy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be tried on the same crime twice, motherfucker. Yeah. God. Be that is so absurd. He. We need mouthpieces like him in the game to keep it interesting for a lot of folks. And we'll, we'll break them down, but I've already brought it up, but getting swept by the, by the snakes... You just can't help but think, especially with some of these games where it was just like these high-scoring affairs, you you can't help but think Castellanos, Nicholas Castellanos, makes an effect, and we don't go 0-3. For sure. No, you well, don't. I mean, I know that's fully hypothetical, and if we, sure. went one, if we, if we went 2-1 and one in this series, we wouldn't be as salty. No, but, we'd be 3-3. Three and three. Yeah, but like... On this, or yeah, three and three on the trip. Yeah, no moose, on no Castellanos was fucking brutal. That's hurt. That hurts. That's a big part of your offense. Yeah, it's a huge part of your offense, especially as I know it's hard to still say it. I don't even know. Like the only chink in the armor 
until today, really, a big, the biggest chink of the armor has been Gino. Oh, yeah. Not even close. Not even. I mean, he's the only... I mean, everybody else, you look at India, it's not the sexiest thing in the world, but the fact that India is an everyday player batting 250 is impressive for a right. first-year guy. You look at Winker, he's at 350. Uh, mm-hmm. you, I mean, I don't know. You go around the horn, and it's a young season. Joey's on fire in the last eight or nine. But Gino's mm. still down under 200, dude. Well, it's because ch- he's chasing everything. Dude, he's had that final in the replay yesterday. Uh-huh. He struck out for the last out of the game. It was a horrible at bat. It was, it was a three-pitch at bat. Yep. And he swung at a curveball or a slider that was in almost outside of the opposite batter's box. It was at least three feet. It was. It was, looked like a Todd Frazier swing. It, <laughs> yeah. And I no love kidding. I love the Todd father, but like it, it 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 is weird when you when you think of hitting and you look and because that kid Chad Kelly for Arizona, yeah, we were talking about him a little bit today. He has walked in eleven straight games. That yeah, Joey. Well, you look at these hitters. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's like, but, but man, think about this. Like. Gino's never had the discipline, period. He never has, but like it it I also haven't seen much growth in it. But I mean, we are only a year removed from hit, hit, him hitting 50. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I fully get that. I'm not bailing di- with him, but I'm saying like his approach isn't No. excellent. And you do sacrifice 130 strikeouts when a guy hits 50k, or 50 dingers. Correct. And that, and I totally get that. But it's like when the power is not, I don't know, man. His approach at the plate just looks kind of ugly. It looks. You, I mean, you even said it the other day. He's not seeing the ball at all. No, he already has 28 strikeouts on the year. That's a lot. And that's so many. That's dude. 17 games, right? Last year he was in 57 games. He struck out 67 times. That's 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 averaging more than one. Yeah. That's that means, averaging more than a K a game. That's a lot, dude. I mean, he's close to almost half in half the games. That's in a shortened season. That's a lot of Ks. That's no spring training either. That's no... I mean, I will say that he doesn't take a lot of backwards Ks. He, but no. his swing and miss percentage has got to be crazy. His chase that rate That guy takes bonkers. some fucking whiffs. His chase rate has to be insane. I wonder did you, if that's... Did you notice that I think he's trying to change up the swag? Did you notice about what looked different about him today? No. He shaved his goatee. Wait a minute. He did? He shaved the goat. I watched the game and didn't even realize. He was clean face today. I don't even know if it happened today, but I noticed today that he, had, he was clean shaven. No. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. No. I don't know now if it's Googleable or not, but I mean, I'm I'm saying that could be a big vibe change. He goes clean face out there. I think he feels a little bit more comfortable at shortstop right now. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't. He. I mean, that great catch the other night over the shoulder. Incredible catch. I mean, that was in a really top tier shortstop play. Yes, it was. And uh, no, I think he's baby shaved right now. Good. Well, it looked bad up close. Hopefully, it can change some things up. I sure hope so. Okay, here we go. I wonder if that is on here. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh, my God. That is gross. 2021 stats. Are you ready for this? Yeah. K, K rate. 
38.4%. He strikes out 38.4% of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. With a 13.7% walk rate. That's <sighs> That's really bad. I mean, what is his on-base percentage? Oh, dude, you don't want to know that. It's bad. It's got to be in the low twos. 259. Yeah. No, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. 295. Oh, God. Yeah, he's just... No, nah, it's bad. I'm trying to find his whiff right here. Here we go. Pitch tracking. Uh, pop, pop, whiff. Sheesh. Yeah, is I mean, even his average exit velocity is 89.2. His whiff rate's 23.9%. Oh, that's off speed. Oh, man. Think about this. Oh, holy dick. 44% of the time, breaking balls are putting him away. His whiff rate on breaking balls... Um, is sixty one point one percent. God damn! So he. I is, mean, just, so you just throw the guy a curveball. Uh huh. Yeah, you throw him a curveball. You throw, and here's the drastic drop off. You ready for this? He's. I knew it. I fucking watching him. I'm like, he's chasing. He's always chasing a slider always outside. Chasing. Always chasing outside. It's because he's going after that. That he's getting fooled on that 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 outside breaking pitch. Yeah. He's just not seeing it well. He's not seeing it, and it's also it's like when he does completely chase something comp- like so out of the zone mm-hmm. he's he's putting terrible swings on it like yeah. he's trying to pull a, a curveball in the on the left side of the zone like mm-hmm. it's the ob- it's not good hitting no. and, and and dude do not get it twisted he's had the power not, to do that and though. I, yes and I'm not sitting here breaking down Gino Suarez's swing because, dude, it's, it's the prettiest swing because he knows how to fucking hit. Right. I'm, say, I'm not saying, you know, I'm I not, know I'm not some saying. dickhead who's like, I know what's wrong with Gino Suarez. Right. I, 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 but you do see some at bats and you're like, God damn, that's ugly. Mm-hmm. That's ugly. He just, they, that dude just made him look like a fool. More oft than not. More oft than not. Which is ugly. And, and, and bums me out. But I still got the faith, dog. Oh, don't get me wrong. Don't Especially get it twisted. Especially with the goatee coming off, man. Don't get it twisted. After today, watching him hit the wall, I'm I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm not. I'm not too worried. You know. Uh, and the dinger today. I forgot. Yeah, in the sixth, there were so many dingers today. We hit six home runs today. And fucking lost. We had six home runs today, and it was all of our guys. It was Joey, who is a madman right now. It was Nick. It was Winker for two. It was fucking Gino. It was the it was the guys. Basically, what we need to just talk about the rest of the time is focusing on today, and then a couple players in the bullpen. I mean, this is the epitome that this is like this is a swing moment for the Reds. Nothing. Bef- I mean, some stuff that happened before the Joey Votto triple play was awesome. The comeback on Saturday was awesome. Watching Joey Votto hit a dinger off of Shane Bieber, arguably the best pitcher in the American League, was right. awesome. All of that stuff is cool, but what happened today is a turning point because you have three against Los Angeles, at Los Angeles, and you have three against the Cardinals in St. Louis. Yeah, I know. Like, How do you answer? How do you answer getting swept at home? Right. To, to a team that is... Um, they have nice pieces. Don't get me wrong. No, they have some good, nice young pieces. They're better than uh, maybe perceived. But don't get it twisted. The Diamondbacks are going to end up like a seventy-eight a, a, win team. Like a, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're a seventy-five, seventy-eight win team. Right. Exactly. That's who they are. That's right. how it will play out. 
it was a flash in the pan for them, and some of their parts looked great. Yeah, and, and they have some. Pieces. And they just found a way. I'm real horny on that Chad Kelly guy because he's been a Reds killer. Yeah, that guy's batting 350. And Josh Van Meter. Yeah, and tch, Van Meter off of AG. Dude, Van Meter. What's crazy about that? Van Meter and Stuart Fairchild. I think they're both still with the Diamondbacks. You know who is not with the Reds? Archinald Bradley. Correct. I mean, he ain't playing for Philly right now, but still. Van Meter trotting around those fucking cold-ass bases with Amir, who, I mean, Jesus, we could do a whole podcast on that. Carson Kelly? Carson Kelly, not Chad Kelly. Yeah, he's having a good year so far. Yeah, he's he looks great. 351, 537, um, 1.267 OPS. Yeah. 37 ABs. 13 hits, four dingers, 10 ribs. That's awesome. Huh. 11 walks. He's gotten walked in 11 straight games. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's got that eye. And he, yeah, he was batting, he was fouling balls off. And he has uh, 13 walks in his past 15 games. 13 walks in 15 games, dude. 11 in a row, an Arizona record. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, because a, a whole separate podcast could us uh, be talking about old Bear Bear, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't want to trounce him too bad. I'll give him more time. Yeah, we'll give him some more time. I'm, there is a huge learning curve. I'm keeping that in group text. Yeah, for sure. For now. Exactly. And I, I ardently agree with that. Give him, it's a, you know. It's he, a learning process. He was at the desk at ESPN. Yeah. So we have to give the Cincinnati legend more time, but... There is one thing I will say, and no one responded to me, and it needs to be answered. And if you were to hear this, I, you know what? Honestly, it'd be the first thing I'd ask him. You played high school ball. You played professional ball. You grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. How have you never, ever, ever, ever heard of Geta? That's so wild. That he was like, what is Geta? He asked in the booth, what is Geta? That is so he, crazy. He said that. He lives, he li- grew up here. He is a Hall of Fame baseball player that has the same type of pedigree in in being from around here as Pete Rose. Yes. Pete Rose will look at you and tell you, well, I know what's in there and I'll tell you it's not a horse. Yeah. And don't bet on that one. Yeah. Like he would know. <laughs> yes. Exactly what's in there. But like the fact that he doesn't is bonkers. Uh, the first lady is home. Hey, babe. What's up, Lee She? Now, I have a question for you. Okay. Would this blow your mind? Okay. Barry Larkin, okay. your favorite baseball player. Yes. Would it blow your mind if he said he didn't know what ghetto was? Yeah. He said that on the broadcast last You've night. You've got to be fist fucking me. What is that? I know. He's it's right. egregious. He's right. He's right Molar grad. Molar grad doesn't know what ghetto is. Does he really not know or did he not understand what? They said. He had no clue. Jim Day had to explain it to him. Jim Day had to explain, hey man, it's like sausage, but with oats. And he's Barry's like, I've never heard of it. I've only lived here for five and a half years, and I've eaten get a, a lot. over a hundred times. Easily. It's delicious. Love it. Yeah. I know. But I, I will say, with the reason why I brought Barry up is like... And he hasn't gotten too much into it on air, and I would like for him to. He really was. I've like I went back and just like looked at some of Barry's stats, dude. 
so incredibly prolific. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, he, in his entire career, he didn't have one season where he had more strikeouts than walks. Mm-hmm. He do, was do disciplined. You know how fucking crazy that is. Oh, I know. It's he, Tony mo- Gwynn-esque. Dude, it, it is Tony Gwynn-esque. It really is. Yeah. Like, I think the most strikeouts he ever had in a season was 67. That's insane. In a whole year. And Gino had that in a 60 game season last year. Jesus Christ. And, oh, and, it, and it's futile to just be like Barry Larkin versus Gino Suarez. But I, like, I, I don't know. Like, so much of hitting is just approach. For sure. And his approach isn't good. And his approach isn't good. He's just, and he, his approach isn't good because he wants something on the outside of the plate and people are taking advantage of it. Yeah. And, and he needs to address it. Yeah. And every dinger he's hit, he hasn't, like, hit one in that part of in that part of the zone and taking it oppo he's pulled everything it's been inside well, opening day he stuck one right down the right field line. oh that's true and i was yeah. like okay yeah that's a whole different look for gino because i mean joey aside from the one that he put in mccovey cove mm-hmm. is just launching them left center field oh yeah he's just putting them out in the goddamn bleachers yes that is one thing oh I mean, no he put one right center against uh shane bieber yeah he did he did uh, I, the last two have just been just these big old moonshots with like a 105 exit velo. Oh yeah, and uh, no, it that is one that is a bright spot in the last six days. Joey Votto. I mean that motherfucker's on fire. Joey Votto. What's crazy that one he hit off Shane Bieber, and I uh, commented on it too. Like just sitting there, I was like, this is wild. That the exit velo on the dinger he hit against Shane Bieber was 70 mile, 79 miles per hour. Isn't that crazy? Really? He got just enough of it to put it over there. So that's like, yeah, that's, it's crushing a ball without crushing a ball. Right. Now, let's look at, let's look at this. Because we looked at Gino. I want to look at Joseph Daniel Votto. Oh, boy. I'm just looking at this. <laughs> 2021 MLB percentile. Uh, Eugenio Suarez is in the three percentile of strikeouts this year oh yeah just one of the best striker outers in the league yeah exit oh max exit velocity joey's in the 94th percentile believe it (laughs) sprint speed nine percent that's hilarious um what was i looking up here his hard hit percentage this year so far 47.4 percent that's high but i wanted to also look at this really quick too i just look at his quick little little 15 game run he's having yeah it's insane it's unbelievably bonkers in his last 15 games joseph daniel no let's do last seven games in 28 uh appearances he's had he has 10 hits three runs two homers five ribs four walks six strikeouts with a 438 on base percentage 679 slugging and a 357 average he's coming alive yeah he's coming alive it's it's fantastic and like we've mentioned in podcast in the past, he's kind of been alive. It's just he was he was hitting atom balls. Mm-hmm. He was hitting into the shift. Uh-huh. He you know there was a lot of things that was going on. So I mean, if we're talking about Gino not seeing the ball well, Joey is a guy who is really seeing the ball well, really seeing it and really putting 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 you a know, good swing on it. Man. Really strong swing. Ha. <laughs> His twenty Joey Dan, uh, Joseph Daniel Votto's spray chart. I mean, it's all right field. Right there, it's crazy. Speaking of right field, um, congratulations to Jay Bruce for retiring. Big shout out to Jay Bruce, and I will say it made me mad because you know I'm a big 
baseball page mm-hmm. follower on Instagram, and anytime I saw a tribute to Jay Bruce, not in a Reds jersey, you were mad. Well, I was thinking you're kind of getting it twisted. He's oh, a Red. My, no. I mean, he had some good years with the Mets. You're forgetting how many teams he played for then. Mets, Indians. Okay. Mets, Indians. Mariners. Yeah. Yankees. Yeah. But Yankee for a fucking cappuccino. For sure, but you're forgetting one. Reds, Indians, Mariners, yeah. Mets, mm-hmm. Yankees. Mm-hmm. What's the f- sixth one? Phillies. The fi- Oh, yeah, he was a Philly. He had some good yeah. times in Philly. It is so weird to think about how we identify players and then they go out and just have like, I mean, how many years did he have as a red? Seven, eight, six, 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 maybe six. So yeah, in his 14 year career, the reds weren't even half of it. Correct. Did he go from here to the Indians? We traded him to the Mets. The Mets. Well, we were trying to get, um, Brandon Nimmo, Mm -hmm. but instead we got Delson Herrera who Dilson Herrera now works at Speedway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no fucking clue where he works now. Yeah, but. damn. Yeah, shout out Jay Bruce. Some wonderful moments with old JJ. Yeah. And a very exciting start to his career. For sure. Uh, he, he falls kind of in a similar... He I think he had a better career, but he falls in the same category to me as like an Austin Kearns. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was around the same time. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, with true prospect type. They were in the same outfield. Right. And Austin Kearns, Lexington boy. There you go. Always got to pull it back. L-A-F-A-Y-E-T-T-E Lafayette. Oh, really? He went to Lafayette. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know after you spelled it. I know. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, did, I, I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, and I got the gist. Um, but it just said that the shift ended Jay Bruce's career. Pretty early. much. For sure. 100%. When you've got a guy who can just put it into right field like that and just... Non-stop. Tr- non-stop. How many times did he line out to a second baseman? So many. In the s- middle of right field. Yep. End the shift. I'll get it tattooed on my fucking body. Save the fucking yep. ball game. You know what's nice is now watching teams actually going and starting to bunt. Yeah. Tucker the other night bunted on the left field, on the third baseline, and we got burned a couple times on it. Yeah, and, and I'm and and I've even seen guys on our side do it. It was just a matter of time, even if the learning curve was six, seven, eight years. Uh, who was it, Cabrera? Uh, who had four Eduardo? Escobar? Oh, no, yeah. Escobar. He had he went four yeah. for four today. Yeah, and two of his hits, he just flapped his bat out there and scooted it down the third baseline that was completely open. Right. People are answering to it a little bit. Yeah, they are. Or Joey Votto was just hitting it so hard, perfectly. You know, he's yeah. he's hit over the shift a couple times. Right. And that and that's just, I think that's what he's realized he needs to do. Bruce did full-blown get butt-fucked by the shift his whole career. Co- whole career. And especially the last couple years, where he's just like, I, I have found my groove, this is where it goes. I can hit. I can hit it here, and I can also hit it over the wall if you need me to a couple times. And then they just know where to stand. Right. They have enough They have enough on you. Tape. It's such a bummer, man. I know. My iPad. Rest in peace, down. Jason Bruce. For sure. But, um, but seeing that, and then also seeing Winker just leading off 
with with within the last seven games of 400 on base <laughs> He's percentage. Out of his fucking mind. Right, slugging 656. I mean, the guy. I he. I don't think I've ever seen him see it this well. And also, it doesn't seem like he's trying to murder the ball every time. There was a period last year where Winker was unconscious. Mm-hmm. And the the fact that we're seeing it right now is so. It makes me so happy because it it. This shit isn't a fluke. No. Like, he's certainly seeing it better than normal. Correct. He's hot. Mm-hmm. But also, I fully agree with what you just said. Like, he's he's chilling. I mm-hmm. mean, the pitcher is in his windup, and Winker is in that. His back is leaning backwards. Yes. He's up there, chilling. Yeah. The bat is barely in his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, seeing him work like that. And then you know what? Him in the leadoff spot with that crazy on base, he is deceptively quick. He's not like Joey Votto slow. He's not prototypical leadoff man fast. Right. But he's he's six three, six four. He's got long legs. He's mm-hmm. young enough to fucking chug it. Well, he did sprint training this offseason. He's noticeably faster. Yeah. With in the, left field and on the base path. Yeah, with the sprint training combined with uh, I mean, you saw it yesterday. Turned a double into a triple. Yeah, in that second game. Yes, he is a he is phenomenally faster than he was. I fully agreed. Do you? I mean, I think it would. It is as if I were was him, and I know I'm not a competitor or a professional athlete. I'm a guy in sweatpants who makes jokes about farting in sweatpants. Right. If I were in MLB the show, and like I went to go see my stats, and I saw my sprint speed was anything under twenty. I'd be pissed. I'd be mad. And I'd be like, I'm a, I'm a 26-year-old man, 25-year-old yeah. man. I'm, I can be faster than that. I, that would motivate me. Would that, I think would that, that would have to motivate you. Yeah. 100%. Abs- yeah, no, I would, I would not be punked out by some fucking nerdy <laughs> video game coder. <laughs> Fuck you, San Diego Studios. Yeah, whoever wrote that code, I'll fucking race you. <laughs> How about that? I bet I win. I'm a major league baseball player. Yeah. No, but seeing Winker this hot is awesome. And if Castellanos is the bark, or no, Castellanos is the bite and the bark. Mm-hmm. He's both of them, right? But sure. Winker... Winker's the goofball. Winker is having the most fucking fun. He's exactly. having a blast. He, dude, goofball is perfect. Like mm-hmm. He is just out there. The ball looks like a fucking watermelon coming at him. Sure. And, I mean, he is chirping every time he's on base. He's shooting a goddamn bow and arrow at the dugout or whatever. Yeah. And here, okay, this, this just popped into me just because of the word dugout. Okay. Something that I thought was really cool because on my MOB app. Mm-hmm. You know, I go in and I get to I see every every hit, every RBI, every home run, every everything. Yeah, it's all the good camera angles. One thing that I noticed that's really fucking cool. Go back and watch a couple of videos of Joey Votto's home runs. Mm-hmm. And the camera angle that is like from the third base dugout, kind of looking. You know, you get that swing and you yeah. see the whole Reds dugout. Yeah, every single fucking head is at the top of the dugout when Joey Votto is hitting. Yes. Every single one of them. Yep. It's like shoulder to shoulder, all the way down, red caps, all the way down. Watching Dad. Everyone in the dugout is watching Votto hit. Yep. It's really fucking cool. 
Yeah, and you know, I mean, that goes back to like some little league shit where you're like, get up off the fucking bench, stand and watch, you know, cheer on your, you know. But also, you're you want to see modern day Ted Williams. You Mm want to see how he's changed. You want to see what he's, you know, might be in the clubhouse. Like, guys, watch this. I did this change and this change. Let me know what you think. And then they're all like. Yeah, we're going to find out if this works, and we're going to watch him, and if it works, we're going to take it. Yeah, and then you see somebody who's really hot, because go today and watch the Jesse Winker home run. And then goes Same the f- thing. Who's the first person he talks to after he hit it in the dugout? Joey D. Yeah, they're of just course. jib-jabbing. See, and that's the thing, at what we were talking about with Gino, is it's like, I don't know, it's being around a guy like Joseph Votto just feels like a cheat code. Right, you know, and I know that they have they have vibed. They're boys. They played with each other for like five years, four years. Who? Gino and Joey. Three, five, five, F- five, five. It's five years because he was our boy for like th- five. Gino still played. Gino played five. when I was still working at the Eagle. Five. Yeah, he's been with us for five years because he played with us for. Two or three years, and then we signed him. We gave him the deal. We gave him the deal. Yeah. Because we traded for him in 16, right? For Alfredo Simon? Yeah, the, the, the big, big pasta. pasta. The big fucking pasta. Oh, man. I don't know. I just, it, it, it's, it's exciting. And then you look at some of these little pieces. Um, you know, uh, I'm excited. Stevenson is hitting the ball hard. He's singing really well, which that was never the issue why he wasn't up here. The issue was... His catching skills. Yeah, that was the one thing we were worried about, and it's he's starting to get. He looks like a like a major league catcher. No, there isn't there. some gigantic drop off. None, and the the way that he called that game with Tyler last night. Yeah, Tyler to Tyler, great connection. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, he still called it six and two thirds, nine Ks, no walks. Yes, no, and a, a thing. I fucking love Tucker, man. I do too. Tucker is watching him catch a game is really fun. He's a great the framer. The fact that Tyler is working, he's a great framer. He moves his body well. A ball's not getting by Tucker Barnard. He calls a good game. He has a good rapport with the pitcher. I, I just like watching him move. He's got two gold gloves, you know? Yeah. And the fact that Stevenson is splitting time with him, we talked about it a couple pods back, but I'm real hyped on our catcher situation. Yeah, no, it's great. It's and that's good. It's working out. And then, and it's nice to see Tucker just hitting the piss out. Everyone, I, I need to stop saying it. <laughs> Everyone's everyone hitting. Is, everyone is hitting. Everyone is hitting. We all know what the fucking problem is. The elephant in the room is the bullpen is depleted as fuck. It's fucked. What do you even do? I don't have any answers. Because well, there mean, isn't an off day until... Next Thursday, and you have you have at you have at LA, at St. Louis. I mean, when are you going to find time for those guys to recover, and who are you going to throw out there? Is it too to haul ass? Is it too crazy? Because you brought it up in the group text. Is it too crazy? I think it's early on enough that it makes sense, and I don't know about like the contract situation or bringing them up too early and expiring years or any of that nonsense. But is it too crazy to fucking hold the fire to some of these guys in our bullpen and bring up a Nick Lodolo or Hunter Green? I want it. I will. I, I will bring I will them up, dude. Give me, give me Lodolo. Start the clock because I know that it's it's highly unlikely 
even though it's like, hey, if you're going to do this stuff and you say you're going to win this year, start the clock on Nick Lodolo yeah. and put him in the pen Agreed. and have him be a middle reliever. And, and let him fucking learn. And, and at the very least, let the rest of the yeah. bullpen know, hey, you guys need to tighten it the fuck yeah. up because it's not good right now. Yeah, CNL Perez, we'll see you. We'll see you all. There we'll it is. see you all later, dude. Yeah, shape up or ship out. Uh, Sam said it today on at, at the desk. He was like, if I was Derek Johnson, I would go in there and yell at all those guys using language that I can't say on television. Right. And that's happened. But he's like, and that happened to me. I've had it happen, dude. And it, sometimes you just need a good yelling at. Yeah. And I, he couldn't be more right because what is happening? I mean, Doolittle got 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 today he got got today but he he looked good saturday so it's almost and then it's not only it's not only the pieces like i mean we're talking about cam he's just gone well then we'll never bring him back I don't they want we're talking about Doolittle. we're talking about you know a cnl we're uh, daily own we're talking about some of these pieces the thing that's really killing us is the shit that we were counting on, fucking AG, you know, yeah. like this, what we believe to be like a known entity. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he just went out there and I mean, so far it's just been bad. All we, he's done is talked a lot of shit and just gotten ripped. ripped. We can't count on AG. It's just not happening. I, Danny brought it up and I think he's right. He's moving too fast to the plate. He's rushing, and I—that's—it's I, that's, obvious. If once once you when someone says that, you watch. You're like, oh yeah, for sure, that's the problem. Um, if he can figure that out and then kind of cool it, I think he'd be okay because maybe he's just overhyping himself. Oh, the stuff is the stuff. It's all I, but right it's now. Not, it's all in between the ears, and it's yeah. and it's like he he goes out there. He's so fucking hyped up. Mm-hmm. I, it, he because I agree with that sentiment. He is so rushed to the plate. He is so. Hype! I feel like he is thinking more about the goddamn tweet after the save than he is about the batter in front of him. That makes so much sense. And, I mean, and that's why he's so sped up. It's like he's like, "All right, let's strike these motherfuckers out and go out there and say something viral." Right. And it's like, <laughs> dude, just show up and let's show go. up. Pitcher first. And I'm not even trying to sound like some fuddy duddy that's like, "Stay no. off of your goddamn Twitter." But it's like, man, you're you're a baseball player. Yeah. Just, just do that first. Yeah, just and also he kept came out and said it's my job, and they're like, sure, have it, go for it. When you have Lucas Sims right there, who is your that's your closer. That's your closer. That's your closer. And Lucas Sims, your closer. Tell me the last hot take Lucas Sims had. None. No, I don't even know what his voice sounds like. I have no clue. You know. You know what? The only hot take I've ever seen Lucas Sims have is when the uh, when the ump kept throwing him balls and he just kept throwing them out. Like we got to call this thing. That was a pretty hot take because it was it was bullshit. That was such bullshit. The Reds had the lead. They were up by one. And they should have called it. And it started slushing just un- from the sky. And they knew it was coming. Someone could just look at their phone and go, "Hey, there's a there's a un, there's a downpour coming." And he walked in a run and hit by pitch to run. Yep. And you know what? And then that's the fucking game. And guess what? And that also makes us four and two. I know. That makes us four and two if they call it. Because guess what? Seven innings. That makes it a ball game. I know. I know. But instead, these dipshits behind home plate and the crew chief how do you not call that i know it was a bad move and i liked it dude it was ballsy as hell i loved him just flipping the ball back to him 
Nope, this ball's bad too because yep. it's actively snowing, dude. Yeah, it's bad. It is a torrential downpour. Your bag is is wet for where you're holding the balls. I can't throw with these. And then Tucker throwing up his arms like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing here? I know. It took, I, I just can't believe it took that much. Well, you know, when Tucker was waving his arms like that, he was trying to motion to the groundskeeper behind, like in center field. He physically couldn't see Tucker doing that. That's how hard it was. Snowing. Right, right. There was a full blanket of, of powder. It wasn't even powder. It was coming down slush. Slush. It was so wet, like it was falling from the sky so fast. Yeah. It it's stupid. It was. It's dumb. And you know what? If you're gonna throw out Castellanos for safety and protocol shit, you can't fucking pull that malarkey and have them pitch like that with Lucas Skins. Lucas Skins. Lu- Lucas you goddamn know, Skins. Skins. Showing the skin with shortened sleeves. I know. That's dumb. Get it together, Major League Baseball. Just suspend him for saying that he was loud and that you, you scared the old people. I mean, truly. Say it that. Oh, you're too loud. Nicholas, yeah, Nick Castellanos got uh, suspended for being too scary and not white. Yeah. Or whatever you want to fucking say. <laughs> right. No kidding. Bullshit. So, yeah, I I mean it's just bonkers. Um, so any that's just insane. So uh, anyway, that tips the scales to four and two. We're not feeling as good, tell you that. But there's 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 two things that I have. There's three things I have here. Billy's two things. Make it three. <laughs> um, uh, so this is from last night. This is from Lance McAllister. Updated Amir Garrett career stats pitching in the ninth inning. Are you ready? Sheesh. Sheesh. 16 appearances, 9.1 innings, 18 runs, 18.32 ERA, 20 hits, 9 walks, 8 dingers, 57 plate appearances, 47 ABs, 426 batting average against him. Guess what? You aren't a closer. You're not a closer. 426 batting average in the ninth. You're not a closer. You're not a closer. And that's a, that's a pretty big sample size. Here's an even bigger one. The bullpen. This series against the Diamondbacks, 13.1 innings, 16 hits, 20 runs, 17 walks. Most in a three-game series since June 1949 since the Boston Braves. That was on the broadcast today. That alone, the walks are are killing everything. Oh, dude, 17 walks in three games? Out of your bullpen? No control. Unforgivable. In this series against the Snakes, the Red Starters put up an ERA of 1.15. The offense hit 257, 341, 486 with seven home runs, and the team scored 20 runs in three games, and we got swept. And we got swept. <laughs> we got swept. And it's one... Three games, your ERA for your starters is 1.15. One... And you score 20 runs. Mm-hmm. If you lost, if you just saw that on paper, that's an easy sweep. Sure. It's an easy sweep. Well, the thing that we kept saying in the offseason when we were like getting these dollar lottery tickets for the bullpen, we were like, oh, cool, high high velocity, great spin rate. The one problem with all of them was control. And we we're like, that's oh, DJ why, can fix that's it. That's why we were able to get them. And DJ's like, oh, we were like, DJ can fix them. It's well, a crazy world. I'm not trying to like undermine anybody out there, but in the world of professional baseball, there's a gang of dudes on many levels right now that can throw the ball 98 miles an hour. Correct. But it's all about being able to throw it 
over where the you want, when you want, correct, how you want. Yeah, Greg, and, yeah, exactly. Greg and, Maddox had an eighty-six mile per hour fastball, but it didn't care because he would he had enough spit, he had enough snap on it, and could place it wherever he wanted. Yeah, at his peak, he was topping out at like ninety-two. Peak. Yeah, he was pitching with a big old beer belly at forty years old, still being able to do mowing it. motherfuckers down in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People forget about the Padres era Maddox. Yeah, when he looked like he would just he just had like a Chrysler Pacifica picking yeah, up kids from yeah, soccer practice. He'd do your taxes and strike out <laughs> ten and six. No shit. So yeah, I mean it's clearly an issue. I do you fix it with Lodolo? Do you do what do you throw like a Vladimir Gutierrez at? Do you throw do you just keep throwing minor league players at it until it's fixed? I just think for our season, which is this kind of this is going for it. it. This is going for it, but it's also, it's this weird mentality where it's like going for it in the same league as the Dodgers. Sure. You know? Which, I mean, they, they look like they're playing on a different, like they, they're they using cheat codes. Oh, yeah. Bellinger just went down and it's like barely matters. Yeah, I didn't even, like, just... Didn't even think about no, it. No, I mean they'll they'll lose a cup they'll lose one, but then they'll just rattle off seven in a row. Right. You know, I mean they're they're on a different level. So it's it's going for it in this pseudo way. Sure. And it's it is like it's like we're going for it and you're pole vaulting and you're just like you gotta clear the third rung while the Dodgers are like I'm gonna go I'm on out the of the fifth th- rung. Yeah. I'm 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 clearing the arena. Yeah, I know. So it's with that in mind, but still take the fucking division and push and go all in. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I think Lodolo is a good move because Lodolo is our future in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not our, not all encompassing, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like we're in on Lodolo. Sure, we're 18 games in, right? It's it's a it's a brand new baby season. Baby season. We know where we're at. We know that eventually we will get Lorenzen back. We don't know when. May's a good guess. Who knows? Yes, but Lorenzen but, is not some guaranteed buzzsaw. I'm, I'm not. I, I am saying that he is in the bullpen. Right. I am saying with everyone clicking in the rotation right now, including Hoffman, who's had one bad start. Yeah. You kind of need another Uber reliever that's like TJ Antone. As much as we've talked, like, man, we got to move him. We got to move him to the rotation. You can't anymore. Yeah, because now he's the bullpen. He is the bullpen. Yeah. You, we need you to throw three innings today, maybe two tomorrow, and then the next, a one and a third. But he is it. I don't see because I was so hard on Antone in the starting we both, rotation. We both were. And But now it's like we were talking about before we recorded when you put him in the if you were to take Antone and put him in the starting rotation it's like adi- it's like subtraction by addition mm-hmm. your starting pitching gets marginally better but right now your your mm-hmm. starting pitching isn't an issue it's not even close you're taking away from the problem well, you know what there is one starting pitching issue louise and it's the first inning and it's and if it's below 70 degrees he can't fucking pitch it's, it's bad. He can't, like, if he can't feel every part of his finger and it's just normal or his hand's not sweaty, like, if it is sweaty, I, I, then he can pitch. Guy's giving, out, giving up 12 first-run innings this year. Oh, yeah. It's ugly. First-inning runs, rather. Yeah, I, I waited for you. You knew what I meant. I, I picked up what you were putting down. Here's an idea that was pitched 
is it time for Luis to have an opener? That's so wild. Like throw somebody out there for two and a third? Nah, for like one inning, like the Rays. Come on, that's not that crazy if you keep no, looking no, at that. No, no, it's not. I don't think it is. I don't know who would. Do you just take Amir from the opposite of the ninth <laughs> inning and put him in the, the first opener? inning? Yeah, let him start it. Wouldn't that be fucking wicked if it was just like, oh, it's the rotation today where we go Amir. And then you go Amir Luis. Luis. Right, and then you go you go Amir one, or one and a third, whatever, when he starts gassing. And then you put in Luis, and then you let him cruise through and let the lineup kind of just reset. See, I do kind of love that weird... I do like playing it weird. And Bell has gotten too cute in the in the past, and when it doesn't work, it seems stupid, but... He hasn't been too cute this year. No, not at all. It's great. No, not at all. He's letting the players play, sometimes to a detriment. And you know what? I'd rather have that than him overthink it. Yeah. And let the let them be at fault instead of what a, 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 instead of a division a decision that Bell makes. I, I I don't hate that at all. That one hurt when we went Mally TJ and it, we just looked truly unhittable. And then and then we put in a mirror and he get and then Josh Van Meter hit one to the moon. Yeah, almost to the goddamn river. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I know. Um, but I think that if Luis does that again. I think it might be um, like if he just gets shelled again in the first and then cools it. I mean, there was, of course, the error by India at second. Right. But not enough for it to be as crazy as it was. And he did work out of the jam, but it wasn't good. So, I mean, it, it's almost time. I think you maybe give him one or two more. And then if that continues, then it's a <sighs> mental issue. And yeah. you've got to give him an opener. Yeah, I know. It's crazy to say that your, your ace, your co ace. With Sonny, needs an opener. But it could, you know what? If it solves the problem, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like he's going to find himself in a first inning on accident. You know, it's not like his right. Achilles heel is the fifth. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And then that gets to the point where it's like, if it is such a problem that you have to address it, then you just wonder how he even deals with that mentally. Because then you're going into the second inning, and it's like, guess what, motherfucker? It's the first inning for you. Yeah. You know, I, I so I don't know how you deal with that. I don't hate the idea of a starter. It, you know, it feels weird because it is weird. Right. But it, you know, see if it works. Right. What if Amir goes out there and you know gives up a double and a walk, and then find you know gets out of a scoreless inning? Sure. And then Luis goes out and fucking gets us to the eighth. And he's lights out. And then you bring in Lukey Boy Sims. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I And you know what, Amir? You know what? He's a seventh, seventh or eighth inning guy. Yes. No doubt in my mind. Well, I mean, just if you just go by the... He's not a ninth inning guy. Motherfuckers, they're batting 450 against yeah. him. <laughs> Career. <laughs> you know? it's He's not a ninth inning guy. No. And it sucks to say that. It really does, but it's just, it's there, and that's the problem. We can't count on aging. Yeah. And that's his Twitter handle. Oh, I know. I, I know. feel for the guy. Oh, I feel for him 100%. It breaks my heart. As jazz I, I, as he was. I, all I wanted him to be was fucking Araldus Chapman. You know, I wanted oh, him yeah. to be, I wanted him to be lauded and, and, and loved, and but I don't think he's that guy. No, he's not. Not in the ninth. Not the ninth. But that's fine. Be an eighth inning. Just slam the door in the eighth. 
Yeah, scream at him in the eighth inning. Who cares? You don't fucking care, That's dude. still fun. Guess what? No matter what, you are still beloved in this town if you do your job as a Red. I know. We are such good fans. We just want a good ball team, and we want to win. I am so charged on how much Castellanos appears to like the Cincinnati fans. Loves them. The fact that he was like, dude, I was at dinner, with, and my waiter came over and showed me the, the that his background was me standing over yeah. him. Uh, was incredible. I mean, these fans are the best. Yeah, they love. He, he what he, he said. They love their Reds. They love their and Reds. They do makes me happy. I just hope he stays. I've got such a hard on for him, man. I honestly think he does. Yeah, me too. I just think because he, he could be a star here. He could. Well, the thing he is, is, the problem. It's not that he just wants to win. And if, and also another thing, like I said, what I was getting ready to say, and then I we got into a little thing. Uh, um. 18 games in how much longer till you start making trades too for like dependable a guy in the pen right some guy you know that's not going to cost you much some guy that you might be able to trade shogo akiyama for like a real arm like a real arm because you are out of room in the outfield yeah or you trade aristides aquino who is on the il or you, you, or, um, you know what? The person I would most likely move, it would depend on the piece, would probably be Tyler Naquin. His stock is high. Stock's high. His stock is high. He could go and be an everyday outfielder for somebody. Right. You know, or, you know, whatever the case I didn't realize Naquin, Naquin, uh, Naquin, according to Joey Votto. That's true. Nakeen. Nakeen. The French version. I didn't know he was a former first-round draft pick. Uh-huh. Barry Larkin said this on the po- on the uh, podcast. He said it during the, the broadcast that I didn't know this, that there was at one point a conversation where Tyler Naquin and Billy Hamilton were going to be swapped one for one. Really? Didn't know that. That Barry Larkin, he said that on the broadcast. That would have been cool. Do you trust a guy that doesn't know what Geta is? Great question. Good point. That is why we are married. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a great point. But also, I would trust anything that Barry Larkin said in my face. That's true, you if do. Barry Larkin went, walked up to me and got in my face and said, you don't know what Geta is either, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, Geta's stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. Billy's like, my face is on a shirt with a piece of Geta. And you're like, no, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of it. She's like, excuse me, Bear, I have to go ring out my pants. <laughs> So, what? Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. What is on our slate immediately? We got Cubs at home. We have no. We're on a road trip. We go to. We go Dodgers. Yeah, Cardinals. This is the now the third time I've said it. Oh, I know, but I thought that we had the Cubbies at home uh-uh. at the end of April. Uh, that's that's the that is the the thirtieth, thirty first, the end. Going thirty first, first, second, Cubbies at home. But in the meantime, we have three. Straight away, we get on the plane tomorrow evening. We play at St. Louis. We got a three spot there, and we get to see. Um, here's what our pit. Here's what it's looking like. Hold on here. Um, I have it. I have it. Two seconds, and I will pull up who we're looking at for your matchups. I know it's. Um, I I don't want to sound like that guy. Um, uh, Kim. Byung Hung, uh, Kwang Young Kim, 
who had a dynamite season last year, so far not looking too good. In one start, he has three innings pitched, four strikeouts, and rocking a nine ERA. Love to see it. Um, yeah, his last start, three innings pitched, five hits, three earned runs, gave up zero dangers, but had a walk four Ks. So that is encouraging, but it's still a guy. But Bush Bushfield still a gigantic ballpark, still not great American, but that is still encouraging. Going against Sonny Gray. There he goes, you'll Sonny boy. To, you'll love to see that. Followed by uh, Wade Miley against uh, John Gant. I'll take that matchup too, as well as um, as well as Miley's been pitching, just unbelievably lights out. Uh, but so far this year. You were looking at this year. John Gant is uh, 0-2, which does not matter, but he's got a 3.21 ERA. He's given up 15 hits. He's given up five earned runs. He's given up one home run. Bang, bang. And the average against him is 283. So that's still pretty high. Yeah. With a 1.86 sweep. So I, I, I still kind of feel good about that. And Sunday... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You have Luis against Jack Flaherty. You have the opening day rematch. Yeah, boom. Luis needs to be out for blood. Yeah, he needs to go out there with chum in the waters. There is going to be. They embarrassed him, man. They put up a six spot in the first inning. There's a lot of chum in the waters in this series, 100%. Agreed. I mean, after. After you know this, the Saturday game, man, I'm telling you, this is this is going to be this is going to be a fun series to watch. Um, and then Monday, you've got Malley going against TBD. I've heard he's very good. Followed by Hoffman on Tuesday going against TBD. Heard he's dynamite. Boom. And then Wednesday, you've got a TBD versus a TBD. <laughs> so pretty cool. And then we get an off day. I will be happy. With a 3-3 split on the road. Yeah. Genuinely happy. I think two of them come against the Cardinals and then one against the Dodgers. I it, We have to pull out one against the Dodgers. You have one to. One and two against the Dodgers is a victory. It's huge. You can't go out there and get swept. No. So you come back 12-12 twelve and 12, and then you've got the, oh, the lowly Cubs that just can't hit the side of a barn. Yeah. The side of a barn. I mean, the side of a of a of a of the airplane Hoover, hangar. Ho- Hoover Dam. Yeah, they, you. their bats look like ours last year. It just <laughs> like doesn't make sense. It's bad. None, none whatsoever. It rules. I love it. I love it. So um, let's let's hope for three and three on that road trip. Yeah, considering uh, we went two and four at home. No, yeah, we got we got two and four at home. Went two and four. Went two and one and zero oh and three, baby. It's okay. We had to come back down to earth. It's not even that we came back down to earth. It's the bullpen. Yeah. It's not even that. Well, we did come back down to earth after knowing. That. Just in the realization of seeing our bullpen be exposed. Yeah. Yeah, it was fully exposed. And then going in, I mean, that's six barn burners on the road um, with a, a, a tired bullpen who's already thrown like shit. Right. We'll see, maybe. We'll see, dude. Next Thursday, we got a seven-day vibe to carry out. Next Thursday, who knows? That's right. Who knows? I'd love to be thirteen and eleven. I just can't wait for an eighteen eight fifteen start tomorrow, yeah. and we'll go from there. I mean, you know what? It is you know still on pace to be five hundred. Yeah, 
So just win one more than you lose, and you have a winning season. That's where we are right now. And who now. knows? That could win the division. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're only one and a half behind the, don- behind the Brewers. Yeah. And they're looking gross. That starting pitching's pretty good. It's really good. So let's round third and head for home. Leroy, what do you got? Uh, what do I got here in town? Uh, if you're in Cincinnati, I'm going to be at Below Zero Lounge oh. tomorrow on Friday the 23rd. Nice. The Dragon Comedy Dragon show. Comedy. Yeah, it's going to be a trip. It's like full-blown infused. So it's like comedian, drag queen, comedian, drag queen, comedian, drag queen. So I'm, I'm geeked. I can't. Ex- I can't. I'm, I'm really excited. I hope that people are there for both and not just one of the particular things, you know? Because if it's people who want, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I love that experiment of it. Yeah. And it could just be a complete shit show, and I'm, I'm there for that as oh, well. I love being a part of a good comedy shit show. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. Here in Cincinnati, trying to think of what else. Uh, uh, May 13th? Yeah. May 13th at High Grain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be more information coming about that. Me and Bill had a great conversation the other day, yesterday. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to be dope. We're going to cap it at 50 tickets. Mm-hmm. So just keep your ear to the ground for that. And then May 14th, I'm at in Dayton, Kentucky at the Garage. And then here in Cincinnati, just trying to get this sold out, June 16th. June 16th, I'm at the uh, Cincinnati Funny Bone. One night with Rocky. Oh, that's awesome. Rocky Dale. So he's coming to do a one-nighter June 16th, which is... A it's probably like a random day in yeah June sixteenth. It is a Wednesday. Nice. Do you know who's hosting for you? Um, who? Tabari McCoy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. There you go. There we'll you see. go. There you go. So now you know. Um, for me, May fourth will be Five Points Park. Boom. Five Points Park Comedy Showcase. We're trying to get a hold of somebody. To headline, but they have not responded to us. The and Crystal Man? Yeah. Really? No, it has not responded to Holmes. So I'll, I'm going to reach out this week. Be like, hey, man, come do it. It's great. Yeah. So hopefully it's nice enough out, and it will be. It's going to be May, May 4th. Now. Yeah. It's got to be. Come It'll on. be warm by then. Let's hope. Um, so then May 4th, and then May 15th, that or May 13th, that'll be fun. Um, and then, oh, April 30th. World Glass Bar. Boom. There it is. That's a fun joke. I'm very excited for that. So come to, to Mount Adams. Dude, I went to Matt Adams Bar and Grill yesterday. Place rules. Holy shit. Yeah, it's awesome. That food. It's great. It's crazy good. I got the bangers. Mm. Fucking sausage on croissants with like this like pickled chili mm. relish. Holy shit. Uh, what am I thinking? City View Tavern? Have you been up to there? No. Killer Burgers. Okay. And it overlooks the entire city. That's pop, why it's called City View Tavern. Pop, pop, hungry. Pop, pop, so hungry. I am hungry. I think I'm going to smoke something this weekend, too. Ooh, smoke a big old butt. I got wings. I'm going to smoke those for sure. Bill's got wings. Thinking about the big move. What's the big move? I don't know. It's either going to be ribs. I haven't done brisket in a really long time. Make you a brisket. I might make, I've been watching a lot of brisket videos. Make me a brisket. I might make you a biscuit. I might make you a biscuit. Paper, what do you think about brisket? Horny for it. Horny for it. Uh, there we go. 
So, um, thank you to Sports Drink for having us on the network. Gulp, gulp. Thank you to Bet Online for being our premier online betting sponsor. Thank you to Canon Sunglasses. And thank you to Locker Locker Room. So, uh, thank you. And thank you to you for always for listening and sticking with us. Yeah. Thank you to you. To you, the listener. So, um, as always, go Red Legs. And stay nasty. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.